What's up, Underground? Wow. It's been a minute. <laughs> well, for those that don't know me, I'm Kyron. Yeah. Um, I used to go here, you know, worked here, did a little bit of everything. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm pretty excited to be back. It's a huge honor to have, like, I think both of the Michaels up front, even the one in the white shirt right here. Rachel, you know, my friend here. I love you guys. But um, I've been doing a little bit of speaking back in, in Texas. And lately I've been doing this story. Uh, you guys know the story of David and Goliath, of course, right? Okay, good. Okay, so, um, but I'm going to try, I'm going to tell it in a way that most of you probably never heard it before. All right? So, if I mess up, it's okay, right? Because everybody makes mistakes, right? You know? So, <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to pray real quick, and then we're going to jump right in. Dear Jesus, I thank you for um, letting me be here in Peoria this week. I thank you for letting me get an opportunity uh, to speak here at Underground and just let my words speak in the suit tonight. And thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to be giving you guys four points um, that really helped me out <laughs> through a lot, and hopefully they can help you. But I'm going to jump right in and tell the story of David and Goliath. So as we know, a nine-foot-tall guy, pretty big, bigger than me. <laughs> and so, like, we got this little boy, David, let's say a fun-sized snicker, just can get squashed easy. So, um, so basically... For 40 days and 40 nights, this guy, Goliath, came over to Israelite's camp. He was like, yeah, I'm about to, man, I can destroy all y'all, man. And, you know, he's so big. Like, I mean, just think about it. As a child growing up and your older brother or older sibling picked on you, you're like, man, I can't do nothing. He'll destroy me. You know what I'm saying? So for the longest, they were like, man, I'm not... I'm not messing with him. He can just do what he's doing for these 40 days. And so he continued and continued to do it until my little guy David came. He just strolled on, bringing, he was going to bring food to his dad and his brothers. And Goliath was there. He was just basically still doing the same thing. And basically, you know, David's like, what? What is this? <laughs> Y'all going to let him say that? About our God? For real? Are you serious? And so, like, Basically, you went to King Saul, and he, uh, he um, basically said, hey, it's this guy. I can take him. I might be small, but I can get him. Just let me. And King Saul, nah, man, you're, too, man, you're just too small. You'll get defeated, you know, easily. And David was like, man, please, like, just let me. And so basically King Saul was like, all right, gave him his best armor. And you guys know, like, let's think that clothes are so big, you can't even walk in it, right? You're just like, ah, this is too big. I'm not going to wear it. So David took it off, and he basically said, I got this. I got the power of Jesus in me. I'm going to go. So he went, and he stood face to face like this, looked at him. And so Goliath was like, yeah, I'm going to get you, man. And so take, give me your best shot. And so, you know, you know, little David, he had that stone. He had that sling. Right between the eyes. He fell. And so it, it, the crazy thing that I always thought was crazy to this story, he walked over, took his sword, not his own, but took his sword, pulled it out, chopped his head off, picked it up, held it up. He was like, 
Yeah, God, look at this. And so he got it. And so he went back to, you know, the Israelites camp. And like, hey, you don't got to worry no more. He's gone. Bye-bye. You know, so, but it, I tell this story because it's many giants in our life that we face. Either it's fear, addiction, worry, anger. It can be anything. So the, my first point, you got to remind yourself God is able. So like David, he went over there in confidence. Goliath was there in arrogance. It's a difference. Confidence is, he was confident that the power of Jesus was in him so he could defeat him. But Goliath was arrogant, and that's why he lost. He's gone now. Bye-bye. Uh, but uh, I'm going to tell you this story about this person I know. Uh, he's about my age, friend, good friend. And so everything was going well. You know, he, had, he was pretty well-known. You know, had a little girlfriend and just, well, like, man, he, he thought everything was so smooth. Everything was all right. And then it's crazy because once everything went downhill, he still thought he had it together. And when things go downhill for us, it, it, it's tough for us to listen to other people. It's tough for us to listen to God, right? Because it's like, we think we have it all together, but we don't. But this guy had it all together. I mean, he was, he was not confident. He was arrogant. He was like, man, everything's going well for me. Nothing's going to go wrong for me. But eventually, he went downhill. But you got to understand that your giant, whatever you're facing, it will come as a friend. It will come to you basically like, man, we're about to go to Six Flags. Like, everything's but like candy and butterflies, whatever you want to say. But everything's well he comes, he, he, he comforts you, everything just seems smooth, and you're just like, you're comfortable with it. But the thing is, comfort isn't always good, and you got to know that God is able. Point number two, yes. We set the Lord before ourselves. How many to you guys is that hard, honestly? That's, it's difficult, honestly. Like, living our everyday lives is difficult. So I want you guys to think of this. Think of a train station, a train, right? So a train goes to different locations, wherever, you know, wherever you go. And so in Texas, we have the the dark transit system. And trains, uh, they go different places. And I remember one day I got on the wrong train. And it took me to an unfamiliar place. I mean, I'm a big guy, but I'm not going to lie. I'm... I can be scared at some points. <laughs> can be very scared. So it's one of those places that you're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, mom, where are you? Uh, it, it was tough, you know? So me and my little brother, we were uh, in this location that we were unfamiliar with. And, like, we seen, <laughs> we seen this guy. He was, man, it was crazy. But we were sitting at the uh, bus stop. My mom was at work, okay, so she had the car. Uh, it's nothing wrong with CityLink, okay? So if you need it, take it. But uh, we were sitting at the bus stop, and this, you know, this guy, you can tell something was wrong, you know? And so he, he asked me if I had money. Only thing I had on me was two phones, my school ID, and the bus pass, and my siblings, and I wasn't going to give them up. But uh, they were like... You can tell something was wrong, 
And I remember, like, as big as I am, I was, I, I didn't say anything at first. It was just one of those things like, I don't got it. And so, but eventually, like, I, I remember, um, very bold of me, but I remember asking if I can pray for him. And I eventually prayed for him, and he said, thank you, and he walked away. But the moral of the story is that when, you know, God is in our lives, but it's, it's tough to choose where we're going to go. Sometimes when God says, go this way, we want to go this way. And it takes you to an unfamiliar place with weird people that you don't know and you're just uncomfortable and you don't know what to do. But if you give your attention or if you give yourself to God, you'll never reach. Well, you will, but most of the time you won't get to the difficult areas in your life. Psalm sixteen eighteen says, I have set the Lord always before me. And so, like, the thing is, like, whatever it may be, it can be the toughest thing ever in your life. Just make sure you just give it to God. He got you. He got you. Point three. Name was keeping you up at night. I mean, that necessarily don't mean if you're asleep and you're struggling to sleep. I mean, whatever's bothering you during the day, whatever, you know, just getting in your mind constantly that you keep thinking about. And you, I mean, make sure you take it to God. Because, I mean, at times, I mean, <laughs> when, you're, when you're having the toughest times, it's kind of like, man, I want to keep this in. I don't want anybody in my business. And it's, it's, it's tough. See, my friends, you know, <laughs> Ethan Clay, all those guys. They know when something's wrong with Kyron. Because when <laughs> they're laughing. But when something's wrong with me, I'm just like, what's wrong, Kyron? I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. You want to go home? No, I'm cool. But <laughs> it's di- I don't like sharing when I'm upset. But the thing is, when you share, you get feedback to what you've done or what you're uh, struggling with. And it helps you move forward to bigger and better things. And so I encourage you guys, if you're like me and you're like, uh, I don't like telling people, try to take that next step to actually tell people. And I promise you, it, I, it will be easier <laughs> for sure. But another thing, is t- it can be tough at times, honestly. Man, I wrote a lot of stuff in here. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> okay, so wow, crazy. <laughs> Getting sweaty. <laughs> All right, but I'm gonna go on to uh, point four. Sorry, seven twenty-one. But fills if is fill your mouth with praise. I mean. You know, when you're listening to a song sometimes, everybody, I mean, even Pastor Rich, you know, all you guys don't listen to What a Beautiful Name 24-7. We know this. So, like, I mean, if a song come on, you know good and well, you're like, you're just into it, you know what I'm saying? You say those words, you're like, uh. But the thing is, would you say it if your parents are around? Nope. Nope. But the thing is, when it says, fill your mouth with praise, it's basically saying, 
Would you say these things in front of your parents? Would you say these things if you were in front of God? And especially in our younger generation, and even my, I'm only 18, but even in our generation, it's difficult to say uh, praiseful things nowadays. Because the world we live in, it has all these difficult things. It's like, we want to follow the crowd. We hear somebody say a word, we say the word. Like I hear these guys, uh, Ethan Clay and all of them, they say dog. Or what is it? Uh, whack. Whack. That's whack. That's whack, man. That's... And the thing is, like, when you, when, you hear, when you hear it so many times, you tend to just say it automatically. But the thing is, like, with, with the power of Jesus in it, within you, You'll speak praise through your lips. That's the main key. See, we have the ability, the ability to determine where we look and whom we look to. You know? And, I mean, Jesus, he'll always be by your side, no matter what. And he gives, he gives us that opportunity to, I mean, choose to follow him or choose to do whatever you do. Mormon, I don't know what you call it, but whatever. Like, it, I mean, it's different, it's different things that he allows us to do. Because he's basically, I mean, he says, I made you. I will, I will be there for you. But it takes mistakes to grow to be a better person. So that's why I, I think God, you know, he chooses to let us choose where we're going to go. But the key is we got to let God in. That's the key. But back to this guy that I know, my friend. I'm actually very close with him, <laughs> very close. But the thing is, like, he struggled and struggled, and he thought he had everything together when it went downhill. But the thing is, he came to reality, opened his eyes, and said, what I'm doing is not correct. What I'm, what I'm doing is wrong. So at, at that moment, he took it to Jesus, and he realized a huge difference in his life, like a big change, like very big. And the crazy thing is, is that guy that I was saying super close to you, that's me. <laughs> that is me. And it took me a while to come to realize, like, what I'm doing is messed up. What I'm doing is crazy. What I'm doing isn't positive. Especially when you have a lot of people that look up to you, like siblings, friends, whatever, adults. And for me, like, I thought everything was together. But I took it to Jesus, and he handled it for me. And so, before, before I got it together, there was complete darkness. And through the darkness, I was just basically like, I got all this under control. I'm still going to do my thing. Sorry, you guys can't see me. But I'm still going to do what I'm doing. But the thing is, you got to take it to Jesus. When you invite Jesus into your life, the light comes on. I'm sorry this light isn't that bright. It's not even showing up on the screens, but it's all right. But uh the light comes in and Jesus guides you to where he wants you to be. He guides you to where he wants you to be, not where you want to be. It may be uncomfortable where you are, but he takes you to where he wants you to be so you can be a bigger and better person for your own good. 
But the thing I want to end with is, is that through the toughest, ugh, can't even speak, tongue twist. But through the toughest times, take it to Jesus. His light will guide you to where, you, where he wants you to be and trust him. That's the main key. But I want to thank you guys for allowing me to speak. I thank Michael. And again, thank you. Appreciate it.